Welcome back to My Steps to Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. Today is another fantastic interview. And it is a fantastic interview because today we're going to go actually not just not just from from a very broad concept to a bit more smaller concept. No, we're going to go actually from a very broad concept like nutrition towards uh, sugar, uh, towards very special sugars. So, uh, highly, highly specialized today, but really also highly, highly cool um, because most of you will have by now gotten the message that sugar, refined sugar specifically, is not so clever for you. And that is actually one of the most addictive substances in this world. Um, yet here we are falling foul of it every single day. Wouldn't it be nice if there are actually different different sugars out there that would be conveniently available? And uh, guess what? A, there are, and we're going to talk about them today, one particular version. Um, B, but we are going also today into transformation, because that's what this show is all about, and about making your dreams come true, Okay. That is, if you listen to the to the intro music of this show, it's exactly, exactly chosen for one reason. Dream on, dream on. And if there's a dream, make that dream come true. It is only up to you to do that. And today we've got one great example here. I've got Shelley Murphy here, uh, a woman who truly has made her dream come true. And I want to know how. I want to know how this transformation came about. So, Shelley, I'm so happy to have you on my show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited mm. to be here. <laughs> and it's, it's weird, isn't it? Uh, if, I, if I had told you 10 years ago, you're going to be one day uh, a guest on a, on a, on a talk show and, and you, we, we're going to make, make a difference to this world. What would you have thought? <laughs> <laughs> well, I for sure wouldn't have thought I would be living in the middle of the Sahara Desert. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. There's there's one point. So talk about making changes in your life. So yeah. uh, so how did your story come about? First of all, uh, let's talk about the, your your story and sugar and story okay. and eating. Um this is how were you as a, as a child? Were you a was your family bringing you up as a very healthy eater, or were you a girl who loved the chocolate and the cookies and the biscuits <laughs> and and everything? Yeah, so I grew up in a time when I don't think we looked at labels very much, and whatever was most convenient, we did. So, and my mom, she cooked a lot. Um, what we would say in America, we say uh, people assemble food in the West. And then in, in Africa, where we live, we actually have to cook, right? We have to cook from scratch. We can't just go buy a package of something and, or a can of something and throw it all together. And so moving here has really taught me how to eat healthier and whole foods. And you don't really know that it makes such a big difference until you start doing it. And then you start feeling really good. And I wondered why I never did it before. So, yeah, I, I grew up, you know, with Kool-Aid and all those you know, terrible things and cooking with Crisco a lot. I mean, my mom, she always wanted to put good meals on the table, but they weren't always the most nutritious. And yes, I did have a very bad sweet tooth and I didn't know what sugar did to you or how it affected your body. And so, um, yeah, it wasn't the, the healthiest eating for sure. <laughs> did that reflect in your weight? No, I have a really fast metabolism. So 
Um, mm. Fortunately, it didn't. Mm. Other people in my family who aren't built the same way it did. And so I, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Mm. Uh, not just the way you eat, but also exercise. I was a very active person and mm. into sports and things. And so I, I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Well, that was your saving grace because so many young people, they struggle with their anxieties, with their hormones, with all their things, that, that the change that is happening every day in their young lives. And it can be very overwhelming. Add mm -hmm. to that then a body that is exploding because you don't know the, the, the difference between good foods and bad foods or food right. in the, in, as a means of actually nourishing your body versus mm. falling foul to bliss points and chemical engineering that is designing certain things, I don't even want to call them food, um, to be as addictive as humanly possible so that the right. food industry can make more money. So I right. think these are the, yeah. <laughs> and how many young people are there for, are we setting up to fail uh, just mm. by social engineering? So right. you were a lucky girl there. Um, <laughs> having so a lot of those zero calorie sugars that are supposed to help you lose weight, they're like 300 times sweeter than mm. normal sugar. So it's not that most of them have the same amount of calories of sugar per gram. It's just that you don't have to have as much of it. And so it's basically, it's a zero calorie sugar because of that. But what it's doing is, is it's tasting, your, uh, changing your taste buds. And so you actually crave sweeter things, which in the long run, that's not what you're trying to do. That's not the goal. I didn't even click onto that. But now that you're spelling it out, Does that, make sense? that yeah. makes makes perfect sense. Um, Interesting. And we're already there in the sugar thing. I, I pull you one bit back. Uh, I want to go into the sugars big time. Uh, but the, the reality <laughs> is also, one, yeah, that's right. Because, you want the story also, first. The, well, I, I guess a little bit. Because, yeah. bottom line is, you, you put your money where your mouth is, literally. Um, so, but that typically takes a catalyst. That typically takes something happening or many little things happening. But what was yeah. your journey? Why did yeah. you did you become convinced that I want to change my life? Okay, so my nephew um, plays a big part in this. But first, I'll go back so the story makes a little bit of sense. So uh, my family, we moved to North Africa in 2015, my husband and I, with our one daughter at the time. And we ran a language business for four years first. And so we got to know the country a little bit. And that's what initially brought us here. But then after four years of growing this business, we took a trip down south to the Sahara Desert <clears throat> when we visited a day oasis town. And it was during the fall season, the harvest, which is like right now they're finishing up the harvest. And the locals would come up to our car and they'd pass dates through the window for us to try. And before this, I hadn't really eaten many dates. Um, it wasn't really a popular thing growing up. I know it's more... It's more common to see those in the grocery stores now, but because now people are being coming aware of how nutritious they are. But um, I really hadn't eaten many dates in my diet. And I was just shocked that such delicious and a sweet fruit thrived, thrived in the middle of a Saharan desert and these oases. So as I asked more questions, I realized that not all of these dates were being sold or shipped off for export but that each year up to 20% of the dates didn't make it to the market simply due to cosmetics. So they would throw it out because it was either bruised or it wasn't pretty, but it still tasted the same as all the other, or maybe it was too dry. It wasn't moist enough. 
And so the more time I spent here in the desert, the more we fell in love with it. It's just kind of a beautiful place in its own regard. And it's just an ideal ambiance for spiritual reflection. And it's a slow paced kind of life. And it's perfect when you have little kids. Now, I don't know if it'll work when they grow up and they're teenagers, but right now it's working. So I just really, we love this place and we wanted to find a way to bless the people here. And so after our trip, we went home and I was caring for my nephews. And so my sister, she's active, was active in the military, needed help taking care of her two nephews, nine and 11 years old while she was in the military and they didn't know Arabic. And so I couldn't put them into the local schools. So I had to homeschool them, which I had never done before. Um, and I had still my little daughter who was like two at the time. Oh, now I have three daughters, but it was just one at that time. Um, they moved in with us and I started homeschooling them and they were a bit behind in school. So we had to catch up. And one of my nephews specifically was really struggling with ADHD and he took a lot of medication for it normally. And I wanted to help him focus and have less emotional mood swings throughout the day due to the frustration he was experiencing. And I didn't want him to take as much medication. Not that I'm against medication at all. I just think that sometimes there are more natural ways to solve some of these problems when we go to medication first. And so at that point, um, I started doing any research I could about ADHD, and I was just looking for natural ways to support him. And many of the research studies that I stumbled on discussed how diet and specifically how sugar can actually impact mood swings and the symptoms associated with ADHD. And I can testify to this. We went and visited with a neighbor next door and here last, last night, I brought my three girls and here um, they serve you lots of juice and cake. And my kids were eating that at seven o'clock at night and whoa, they just went crazy <laughs> off the walls. And I was just, so, you know, thinking to myself, okay, no sugar, no white sugar, because it's pretty much doesn't exist in our house anymore. Yeah. So anyway, um, we had discovered date sugar when we were on our trip south. And, but I couldn't find it anywhere in the grocery stores here. I couldn't find it anywhere in the markets. So I experimented with making the sugar in my own home from upcycled dates. So dates that normally would be thrown away. And I dried them in the sun so what we would do is uh, we, my husband and I, we, we built this solar dryer on our roof and we would take the dates up to the solar dryer and we would dry them in the sun because um, we wanted to be environmentally friendly. And then we would grind them. Well, we remove the pits from the center of them and grind them in like a coffee grinder because we wanted to keep them minimally processed. Mm -hmm. And then I would use the sugar as a substitute whenever a recipe called for white sugar or brown sugar, mm -hmm. cane sugar, whatever it called for. And to my surprise, I discovered that it was really good and you could bake with it, and cook with it. And I did more research and discovered that it's actually a super fruit. It's loaded with uh, nutritious fiber, antioxidants. There's more potassium in one ounce of dates than there is even in a banana. It has iron and calcium and it's totally plant-based. So for me, this was paradigm shifting. And instead of feeling guilty about feeding my children sugar now, I could actually feel good about giving them this sugar. And because the sugar comes from fruits, it digests more slowly. So my nephew wouldn't experience that unwanted sugar crash that we all get from processed sugars. So I also, at this point, started trying to focus on incorporating more whole foods into our diets, mainly for my nephew, but then 
um, we all sort of benefited from it. And, and it just felt like our, we were totally changed by like our energy levels were different and we just felt better and we didn't get sick as much. So we started cutting out white processed sugar completely. I mean, little by little, it's not something you want to do all at once. I'm not an advocate for that. Um, if you want more long-term sustainability, you're going to do it slowly and it increased my nephew's ability to focus. And we were able to cut down on his medication by four times. Mm. So he would take just a small amount in the morning and that's it. And then we were able to catch up on two years worth of school in just one year. Beautiful. And really we fought, we saw far less emotional outbursts from him throughout the day. So what was cool about this is we could still have fun rewards in our house. We could do cookies because they were made with date sugar. And that's when I knew we had a winning product. And it's really, I think, the best kept sugar secret of all time. But we didn't want to keep it to ourselves. We wanted to share it with the world. And I wanted to let people know everywhere that they aren't alone in this sugar struggle and that there's truly a better alternative out there. And uh, my husband and I were both really driven people. We're entrepreneurially minded, which can sometimes drive us crazy, but it's a, it's a fun, it's, it's always interesting in our house. We never have a, a boring moment. So my husband said, well, let's just move. Let's just move to the desert where the dates come from. And we met some gatekeepers in the community, people who introduced us to other people. We rented a factory. We hired women in a place where unemployment is super high. Um, and usually people pay very little and we pay above minimum wage. And so we moved to this specific town where the date sugar is made intentionally so that we could share the hope with the people here. And so instead of taking work, and jobs away from an economically neglected place, we wanted to focus on being a blessing to our local community. So through our company called Pure Date, we're able to make a real and tangible difference in people's lives. And like I said, some of the ways we do this, we provide long year, meaningful employment. The ladies at our work, they talk about how their job gives them purpose. One lady in particular said, um, at one point, her husband didn't like her working and didn't want her to work. But she said that she felt like when she goes to work, she's going to her father's house and it's comfortable and she loves the work. And so now he encourages her to go to work because it's made such a difference in her life personally and at home. Um, so, yeah. And then we provide benefits. Usually they don't get any type of benefits when they work here um, seasonally because here where we live, there's a lot of seasonal work during the harvest season, which is now a lot of ladies will work just for two months and then that's it. Um, so, and then of course, most of our, our women, most of the ladies at our factory, they're women. We have a few men, but mostly women trying to earn a living for their families. And we want to empower them to make a brighter future possible for them and for their children. So a lot of times we'll run English camps and the youth for our community, or um, I started this thing a couple months ago where we bring in a coach, an instructor, and we do exercises two mornings a week before work with the ladies. So they're feeling like they're getting that. And so just little things like that, mm. making them feel special, pouring into them, making them feel human, 
Um, so a lot of times what we say is we're committed to sweetening the lives of everyone we come in contact with. So we desire that behind and in front of every package. So that means you who are consuming the sugar, but also the people who make the sugar is a transformed life. And that's what our hope is. And that's why we're here. And that's what we aim to do. So yeah, that's our story. (laughs) (laughs) A. It's a beautiful sales pitch. B, it's the most beautiful story that you can imagine. Because bottom line is, you have had a vision. And you, 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 you didn't think, oh, there's, uh, well, what could go wrong? You thought, well, how do we make that happen? So you mm. asked the right question to start off with. You had an idea. And there was this idea you had your first date when you were on holiday, so to speak, in the Sahara. And you thought, huh. Now, these kind of aha moments, they are so common in our lives. But how many of us are actually following through? And how many people are actually saying, yeah, why not? Why not? What would it take? What would that mean for me? Now... So there is this 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 journey of transformation in you to say, yeah, come on. Now, in fairness, you were a go-getter, an entrepreneurial person, as you were saying. You were you were you are you allowed your brain to grow into that mindset, and that mindset has now become you, and that's beautiful, mm-hmm. and that is that is. That is beautiful. So for all of you out there, please, please, please don't ask, oh, my God, I can't do that. And this bloody imposter Mm. syndrome, the kind of, who are you to make date sugar? Mm. You know, it is just, oh, crying out loud. That's what I would have. have, I mean, you you heard today interviewed 2.20, something like that. So when I started out, what do you think these voices told me? Who are you to have a show? You know, no one will listen to you. You're a doctor. You're boring. You're on the wrong side of fifty. You're fat. You're you're ugly. You're you're all voices, 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 and you think, oh my god. And luckily, I didn't listen to these noises because at noises and well, these were noises really. They were not even voices. They were not worthwhile listening to. And and here I am nowadays, and I'm. I'm I've allowed myself to grow into this position that I now can listen to people like you and learn from from your transformation, learn from what made you tick and mm. therefore grow again myself. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a flow and effect that we all can do. So by actually taking a tiny little step of shutting up that voice to start off with and actually say, well, what would it take with my dream to actually make that come true? What actually would have to happen? And then mm. you need to rephrase that question a little bit. What do I need to make happen? And how can I make it happen? If you ask yourself these questions, your brain is designed to come up with answers. Mm. If I, yeah. I And I think there's this fullness of life that we can live into that we often don't because we're paralyzed by fear. And I think COVID has made that even worse. Yeah. I think people have anxiety now that have never had anxiety before. They're struggling with it because there's no, there's less certainties about things than there were before. 
And so, and I'm not saying like doing this is easy and I'm not saying this is for everyone. Everybody should go and start a business because really it's not for everybody. Some people are more visionary and some people um, are more implementers. And so, um, but I think for sure, like there would be a part missing if we didn't do this, there would be a whole or a part of us who, that are just, we're not satisfied. I think there's this fullness that we're called to live into. And oftentimes we don't because we are paralyzed by the fear and it overtakes us. So, yeah. And it is so important that you follow your dreams. There are no two ways around that. You have actually done that and you're now surfing that wave of excitement of, wow, we did that. Your first batch of sugar, you must have been grinning from ear to <laughs> ear, literally. And how beautiful was that? That I mean, that is that is an achievement. That is that is something that you can tell your children. What did your mommy and daddy do? Were they sort of boring nine to five? Uh, yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, well, not so boring. <laughs> where did you live? You live where? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Instead, for fun, we go in out on the dunes and and roll down the dunes for fun in the desert and ride camels. And this last week was the school break. So we went and slept in caves where the Berber people used to live. And, oh, wow. You know, just really cool, fun life, yeah. really. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but not <Wow>. easy. <laughs> no two ways around that. But let's look at the, the benefits of it. And with that, let's come actually to the sugars. Nerd alert, nerd alert, science dude and uh, doctor, you know, knows a little bit about biochemistry and, and sugars, etc. cetera. And, oh, a, little, uh, a little intimidated about talking Oh, bullshit, about bullshit. You probably know more than I do. <laughs> oh, bullshit, bullshit. No, 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 no. This is not a pissing contest, okay? This is this is us being honest with each other and uh, and just explaining a little bit, um, because what you just said earlier on with regards to the, the increased levels of sweetness, uh, that is, of course, uh, significant. But let's do a quick, uh, let me talk for a second. I mean, what happens when you eat sugar, refined sugar, especially, um, your body needs sugar. First of all, you need sugar, okay? End of the story. Uh, carbohydrates is something that your body uh, uses and sugar are little molecules, little things that are sort of stacked together. So two little glucose or glucose fructose. These are the, 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 the molecules that make out your sugar, various sugars. There are various sugars out there. Um, some of the sugars are, are is what your body really want. And he is then, your body is using those sugars and putting them next to each other like Lego and start building things like glycogen and glycogen is basically something that your body stores um, for energy in the case that something happens. So there you go. So this is a normal thing. Your body has learned that without sugar, you will die. So therefore we better have some reserves. And so it builds up the reserves. That's cool. And then you keep eating the sugar and it thinks, wow, my reserves are full. Well, I still want more reserves. So therefore we put that sugar, we convert it into fat. So mm. these are sort of the things. So from, from healthy storage to maybe not so healthy storage. That's what happens when, when you do the sugar. Now, the sugar, when you put it in your mouth, it very quickly gets into your system and very quickly it goes up in the blood, uh, the, the levels go up in the bloodstream. And your body knows that too much sugar is not really clever. So therefore it pours out a hormone called insulin. 
and insulin is a really cool cool thing that sort of um, immediately says, whoa, there's a lot of sugar there. We take that sugar and put it into the muscle and we convert it to other things. So therefore, it brings the level of sugar back down. Now, insulin is pretty cool um, to have. And those people who don't have it, like diabetics, they pay the price for it. There you go. But the insulin equally is actually very, very active and very powerful. So therefore, your sugar goes up and you feel high like a kite. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. And then insulin comes in and within half an hour, it, the sugar levels go a roller coaster. is nothing against it. And what happens afterwards is you're hanging in there is uh, half an hour later. You, you think, oh, my God, I could go for a sleep. But exactly. So that sky high to deepest low well, that is greetings to the sugar levels that you're doing. So that muffin might be really good oh. for your soul right now. But unfortunately, you trigger that roller coaster. So if mm. you're an addict, do you really think that you're happy with that low down there? Or might that low actually trigger, oh, God, I just want to drink. I feel so shitty or I just want to use or things like that. So there are actually flow on effects. Do you think you're going to be as effective at work uh, when you're just having that crushing of your blood sugar levels? So mm. that is happening and that is happening specifically mm. with the refined sugars because it's your body doesn't need to do anything. It doesn't need to cut things down chop up the apple so to speak down there in your tummy and then chop up the, the the sugars in there and then absorb them which all takes time and you don't get that rush but you actually get a slow rise of the blood sugar and therefore you don't get the crash afterwards so that's yeah. just anatomy and physiology that is what happens when we eat sort of the healthy sugars which are sort of slow rise of your blood levels and then Nice, happy, comfy, fine versus way crash. Mm. Okay. So yeah. these are the differences. So that's just to explain to you why we, where, where we are coming from, uh, just what happens every time we eat. Mm. What Thank I you. That's, that's put really well and in simple terms. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's because that's where you come in. That's where you have now started to actually, uh, get complex foods and 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 the dates they are such superfoods um mm. where you are actually working with them um that what i find so amazing i think from all the story of what we've said so far your nephew is i think the one thing that really is so beautiful um it, it um jamie oliver uh celebrity chef uh, are you aware of any of his work in the past I'm not. No. I'll look him up. Yeah. No, Jamie Oliver, good dude. Uh, he was sort of the, the young little rebel in, in the cooking industry. Um, and uh, he is an amazing man because he is on the same journey as you. And he, uh, he approached the school and said, look, hey, if we were to actually start cooking uh, healthy food, and not the kind of trash that you're that you're serving them now, so the zizzlers and all the kind of arti artificial designed food. Um, I'm sure we could make a difference. And initially, God, this was a disaster. The school didn't believe him really. Uh, they, yeah, it was a very uphill battle he had to fight. But guess what? Mm. Um, suddenly, the school 
completely changed. Asthma and sick bay visits were completely different, went down. Behavior, abnormal antisocial behavior went down. People were more alert and their life dramatically changed. And he put a series out there. He tried to influence the whole the UK and then things, uh, yeah, it is, things turned pear-shaped. And unfortunately, I don't think that that system got really implemented at the highest level. Um, that's where his mm. backup failed. Um, but Jamie, for, for doing that work, you are my hero. So should you ever see that here? Uh, I, you're a good man. Just wow. Keep, keep, keep spreading the hope. Uh, so that's Jamie Oliver as a, as a celebrity chef. Who knows? He might knock on your door and say, well, actually, the whole UK needs state sugar. So we need to talk. <laughs> See, that's the that connection. That's yeah. right. That's the connection that needs to happen. OK. <laughs> so no, that's so, what we're looking for. Yeah. Well, that's People right. Who, who are passionate about this. Yeah. So what intrigues me as a doctor, did the experiment then uh give you the control. Uh, in other words, so here you were, you had your nephew um, and whilst your sister was overseas, uh, you looked after him. His behavior got much better. Did uh, What is happening to him now? Is he back with his mom in the United States? He is, yeah. And how is this? And how is this? He's not doing great cause, because he's, yeah, he's not eating the same. So, and he's back on more medicine. So, unfortunately. But, you know, my dad had um, diabetes type 2. Yeah. And he passed away about 15 years ago. And it, he had a bunch of health problems, but that was one. And I think just watching him and the choices he made yeah. and eating, because uh, colon cancer was really what did it. But that's also food-related. It just made me more aware of we need to think about what we put into our bodies and I just got to see first firsthand like how it affects people and negatively but the question is what is a healthy sugar right and there's this is like the word natural is not really at least in America it's not regulated by the FDA very well mm -hmm. I just can't keep up with it and so um, it's used wrongly. It's um, so I would say, like, first of all, don't even listen to what's written on the front of the packages. What you want to do is you just want to flip it over and you want to look at the ingredients. And if the first three ingredients are not refined, they're whole foods, then you're probably safe. And you probably don't want it more than three lines, I would say, because then it starts to get all kinds of. Um, and I think people are more aware now um, and be more conscientious of what they put into their bodies, especially with being at home a lot with COVID and cooking a lot because they're not, they weren't eating out. And so it, I think maybe that was one of the positive changes that came from COVID. I know there's lots of negatives as well, but maybe that was one of the more positive ones. So the question is like, what is a healthy sugar? And that's, I've explored that quite a bit and I want to help people understand because I think it's important that you understand what a healthy sugar is. Um, and like what you were talking about, thank you for that explanation of what sugar does to your body, because it does have a lot to do with the glycemic index. So it's not about, um, as the amount of calories you put into your body. It's about the quality. Like you said, you need sugar. 
So when you're using a zero calorie sugar, which I'm not even going to call a sugar because it's not really sugar. It's a chemical. It's a synthetic um, thing that they made in a factory. And so it's not even real. But when you when you put that into your body, what happens is um, the zero calorie sweeteners, you're trying to lose weight, right? And you're trying to be healthy. I think traditionally people have said, oh, okay, zero calorie, that's what healthy is. That defines healthy. But it's it actually can be really bad for you and it can actually do the opposite of what you want it to do. It can help, it can lead to diabetes and weight gain later on in life. And one of the ways it does this, and we'll just go back to science a little bit, is when you consume these zero calorie sweeteners, because they are so, so sweet, 300 times sweeter than your normal sugar, it, the, your brain tricks your body into thinking that calories are on the way. And so your pancreas begins to release insulin. And when the calories don't show up, it can over time, it can lead to insulin resistance and it can cause diabetes and weight gain because then what happens is your taste buds say, oh, I want more sugar. I want more sweet because of the intensity of the sweetener. So it actually does opposite of what you want it to do. Um, So I think that's pretty interesting. And so I think the way that, so if you're going to consume calories, you want to consume sugar, right? So let's think about the good ones that you want to consume. So there's glucose and fructose, and I won't get into that. If you want to, you can explain it. (laughs) But um, I think um, sugar from fruits and especially um, sugar from fruits with fiber. And so say you're just drinking a juice and all the fiber has been removed from it. That actually is not great. You're getting nutrients, but the fiber is not there to help your body absorb it. But when you absorb fiber, so if you eat like a whole fruit, um, what, what it's doing is it's blunting the increase of, what would you say? What is that? Insulin or what it, the, the, the rush of glucose into the, right. into the bloodstream. Yeah. Right. So, so the fiber blunts it. And um, I'm not going to say if you're diabetic, you should eat a bunch of dates because you shouldn't Um, probably, you know, everything in moderation is just a really good rule of thumb, but it's not going to do as much harm to you as, as regular sugar. And you can eat it in moderation. So I think um, eating things in their most natural form is just good anyway, but it's especially good when it comes to sugar. And so the question is how natural something is. So I Googled just for fun. I was like, um, I Googled, what is the most natural sugar? And what popped up was stevia. And so I started doing some research on stevia and come to find out the stevia that we consume is not the stevia from the natural plant. It's what's happened is they've refined it so much that as they've refined it, it's no longer natural. They've taken all the nutrients um, out of its original form because it's been processed. So even sugars that maybe originally had some nutrition in it has now been removed. Now there's a few that aren't um, like maple syrup or honey, but honey has a high glycemic index and it has a lot of calories more than sugar. Um, Maple syrup has a lot of calories as well. So there's a couple, there's blackstrap molasses is actually not bad for you, but I don't know that anybody wants to put that in their coffee. Um, (laughs) It's kind of a strong flavor. (laughs) So the more natural a sugar is, um, the better. The more nutrients um, from its original natural source remain intact because it's been minimally changed. So that's um, one thing that you want to look for when you're looking for a natural sugar. 
And then the other thing would just be um, the glycemic index, like we talked about before. You don't want a sugar with a really high glycemic index. So like honey, even though it's natural and it's got lots of good nutrients for you, um, it's still going to be high. And, and that's not good because you're going to have that sugar crash. Mm. Um, surprisingly, like agave syrup doesn't have any uh, nutrition in it at all. Um, it is processed again, it comes from the agave plant. So it, it boasts itself on how natural it is, but it's not natural anymore after it's been processed. Mm. Um, and I have a blog just specifically, um, talking about the different types of sugar, if you want to read it and it would help you maybe understand a little bit. Um, so that's definitely one thing to look at is just, um, how naturally sourced it is how processed it is because it could be natural, but then processed hmm. and then that's no good for you. And then how much nutrition and calories it has. So those are the things that um, I look at when I look for a sugar substitute. Hmm. And these are very, very, very good things that you're saying. And ultimately uh, you can, you don't need to talk about sugar here, but that the principles that you said about your food are so true. So the more fiber there is, the more natural they are, the better it is for the body. Let me explain uh, one more little aspect there. If you look at your body right now, so Shelley, there you are, the beautiful Shelley Murphy that is sitting there. Now, if I look at all the cells that make our Shelley, there are only small part that is actually coming from her mommy and daddy so the you know the flowers and the bees and boy and girl meet etc and then suddenly a baby comes but if i look at you cell by cell there is actually uh, there are so many more by a factor 10 bacteria that make you out and those bacteria, mm. some of them are there just living there. They just happen to be you. Others are an integral part and they live in your gut. So the mud, uh, gut microbiome. Now, these are really, really, really important. And guess what? Uh, sugars uh, can mess around with them quite a lot. Because in this gut microbiome, you've got a constant fight for evil and and good. There's sort of, like, like imagine the the the... The evil person there talking in your head and the, the, the good person there, the angel there, that's happening in your gut. Now, you want to strengthen the good guys because down there they are creating so many substances that, that are important for you, that are nourishing you, that keep you alive. There is, there is so much goodness happening down there. And if we don't, don't help the good guys win then there is a lot of bad things happening and that, that is a flow-on effect and where certain diseases can start. So I've, I've dumped it down, made it very, very simple, but that's, it's actually the best, the best explanation. So please trust me on that. Um, the reality is that all these bugs down there, they, yeah, they, they go nuts when they get the sugar, uh, but what they really, really love, what they really like to eat, especially the good guys, is fiber. The fiber that you guys can't deal with, uh, you know, the, don't eat grass clippings, but eat, eat the spinach in its raw form. Uh, eat the dates, which is full of fiber. Eat those kind of things. So you are not only the, the substances that we're filtering out that we need in our body are there, but you're also feed, uh, filtering or giving the, the fiber that the good guys down there in your gut need to actually grow and 
make some of the good feel factors that we do. So there is actually very much an emotional brain sitting down there in your gut. And you can control with your diet what that does. So bottom line is there are many aspects there. Why uh, many reasons why we should eat as natural as we possibly can and why there should be some salad leaves and some raw food created down being every single single meal that you're creating put it on your on your toast in the morning um mm. you know it, it's, all that is working together so nutrition when you start looking into it becomes a fascinating amazing way how we can improve our health and it's not just the saying it's not just wishy-washy it's hands-on love that you give your body and Shelley, you're doing that. That's right. You are actually, you have, you have said, hey, we can do that. And your family is, you're laying a foundation for your family mm -hmm. that the flow and effects you have not even begin to grasp as far right. as your, the health of your children is concerned. Your girls are growing up in a very different natural way. Um, there is, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's, uh, I want, I, I want to be, able to move forward in time and see what happens to them <laughs> and see their the growth in comparison with their peers, maybe mm -hmm. in America, who have not had the chance to live such a healthy life. So, yeah. guys, this is whilst we, we, we have come from the point of sugar. Actually, let's widen that out. Mm -hmm. And Shelley, you're an amazing woman by actually being a translator there, by being being a model there for your own family. And but you know what's funny about this is like we didn't do anything until there was a problem. Like um, I wouldn't have made these changes unless there was a problem. So I, like whoever's listening, I just want to say like don't wait till there's a problem. <laughs> just do it and you, I promise you'll feel better. You will, you will, and you'll never want to go back. Yeah. And, you know, it's not – Date sugar is just, it's its not a fad. It's not a diet. It's yeah. a sustainable option. And it's about, like you're talking about, holistic life change. Because, you know, um, it, it becomes about changing your eating habits. So over time, you crave less sweet things. So hopefully my daughters won't grow up craving the sweet things that I craved and having the struggles of sugar that I had. At mm. least that's the goal anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so true. And indeed, I've changed my nutrition five years ago or so quite significantly. I mean, really overhauled it because I, I had enough of feeling tired and down, etc. So uh, my taste buds have changed. And so from now and then I go back to the to what I loved in the past, the commercial board cheesecake, for example. And it's sweet as hell. Oh, and it's <laughs> it's heavy. And the moment you eat it, it lies in your stomach and stuff like that. And you think, how the hell did I do that in the past? <laughs> so, we do have a cheesecake recipe on our website, by the way, a pumpkin one. You should try it for the fall. Oh, yes, please, <laughs> guys. So since we are talking website, where's your, tell us your website. Tell us your social okay. media handles that people can find you. Yeah, so Instagram is Pure Date Sugar. And Pure Date is P-U-R-D-A-T-Y. T-E, so no E in the pure. And that's like our website, P-U-R-D-A-T-E dot com. And that's where you can find our recipes and you can find on the About Us page, All About Us. There's a cool little video on there telling us, telling you more about who we are. Um, yeah. 
That's so. brilliant. And your the blog that you mentioned is on your website as well? Uh, yes, it's on the website as well. Perfect. And you can, you can access it from Instagram too. Oh, and we have a Facebook page as well. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So Jamie, uh, Jamie Oliver, mm -hmm. uh, when you listen to that, hopefully it will be soon. Um, you know where yeah. to look down there. Now, whilst you guys are down there, you might as well press that subscribe button down there um, because we have got some fantastic guests here. And Shelley Murphy is a classic example who shows the transformation uh, is not just something that you do and then not much happens. No, no. the only thing that changes in true transformation is everything. <laughs> it's, mm. I've, I've borrowed that from the recovery saying the only thing that changes in recovery is everything. Um, <laughs> because, because we actually when you put your mind to it, of living a life as full and as, as, as wonderful as you possibly can do, you figure soon out ways where you do one step in that direction and you realize, hey, this feels good. Okay, maybe another step in that direction. And then you start wondering, what happens if I do not just that in sobriety, but maybe that in nutrition and maybe that in my relationships, mm -hmm. maybe that in my spirituality and so on and so on. Hell, maybe could, but could you imagine that by changing yourself out there, that you could become a different person, like your your um, your nephew, who became a very different person when he lived by you, and suddenly his his catching up at school. I mean, how beautiful is that? Um, something like that. The flow-on effects are beautiful. So, guys, what stops you? What stops you? Go out there, live your life to the fullest. <laughs> and that, that might very well mean checking Jelly's workout and see how you can maybe uh, get that onto your table and, and use her product, the date sugar or maybe other products that come in the future. Um, uh, how you can use that more common? How do you can use dates uh, in its own right uh, in your cooking? And uh, thank you, Shelley, because you just put a thought in my head. I really need to do a video um, on how to make bliss balls um, because they are. I, I'm making some mean bliss balls, and I use dates as one of the, the ah. key ingredients to it, and some oats, yeah. etc. And you can make them healthy as, and they are very mm. scrummy, yummy. So, guys, okay, I give. Well, it's Christmas after all. Come on, there is my Christmas yeah. gift to you guys. I will. <laughs> Uh, next week, I'll, I'll put a video together and put it out there as my Merry Christmas to you. And uh, I will use dates. Unfortunately, they, they will not be from Tunisia. I don't know where my dates are actually coming from. Uh, and there's a question, why not use your dates? So we need to talk, don't we? <laughs> oh, no, that's wonderful. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on to my show. You're an amazing woman. You're, you've changed a, your life. You've changed the life of your family. You've changed the life of your community. Um, and you, you, you persevere in making this world a little bit of a better place. And how nice is that? That is, calling, that is what I call leaving a legacy. And I'm honored and humbled that you came as a guest on my show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. And you guys out there, look, if two numbnuts like us uh, can sort that out, sort our lives out and actually say, you know what, um, what stops you? Is, is there really no chance for you? Is your life really so dark? Is your life really so hopeless? 
or is there maybe just a glimmer of hope? And have a look where that glimmer is in your life and, and see what you can do. Tiny little baby steps, tiny steps, mm -hmm. and who knows where they go. Cool. So you guys out there, look after yourself. Bye.